L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Hey, everyone. I'm Amy with an A. And I'm Jenny with a Z. And we'd like to introduce you to our new podcast called Sick and Tired. For people who are sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. We're going to be sharing some personal health stories with you, some stories from other people, both positive and negative, and help empower you to be a self-advocate for your own body out there in the healthcare community. We might be using words you're uncomfortable with. Like moist. Or vagina. (gasps) Oh, not that word. So if you're uncomfortable with those words, this might not be the podcast for you. Or Or maybe maybe it it is. is. New episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. To support this show and other local creators, subscribe to LAS Plus. For more information, visit LASpodcastnetwork.com. I'm excited to talk about our pelvic floor. And guess who has a pelvic floor? Everyone. Even Alex. What? Even Santa. L-A-S. Hi, everyone. Alan here. I'm back from my long-awaited slumber. I've been sleeping a lot. Uh, Hi, it's good to to (laughs) see you all. (laughs) I'm happy you're back. Uh, We're so excited to have you here. And if you would like to support us, you can go on over to LASpodcastnetwork.com and sign up for LAS+. Plus. It's super cheap, only $10 a month, and you get super cool exclusives for not only this show, but all of the shows on the LAS Podcast Network. That's like 20 shows. That's a lot of shows. That's a lot of shows. Stuff. That's like at least twice as many as 10 shows. You also get twice as many of us. That's true. And we're pretty cool. Yeah, we are pretty cool. And you can even get all three ep- So we usually record these episodes in groups of three. You can get all of those at once, right up front, if you subscribe for LAS+. Plus. So That's true. Yeah. Uh, all right. But this time, we're going to go ahead and head on into our next episode. So welcome to Miriam. You're all walking towards the Colosseum, and you're able to just ever so slightly see it above the buildings that you're passing by. The five-story tall Colosseum, resplendent with purple, red, and blue bannering, and archways covering its entire exterior, a plaza stretches in front of it, only if to magnify its size in comparison to the emptiness of the space. Upon closer look, there are large wooden beams that stretch out from the top of the circumference of the building that have canvas stretched from anchor point to anchor point to shade Colosseum goers. As you are coming up to the front of the Colosseum, you see, standing in the plaza, Orion. And he just seems to be checking over all of his gear and... It being three hours later now, there he is. Orion, um, Shadow, Orion, Orion, Shadow. Hi, nice to finally be able to see you and, and say hello. You seem to be in a hurry earlier. A bit. I had matters to attend to. Are you still carrying the crate at this point? Um. Or, because I don't think there's anywhere you really would have put it down. I, I, I would have set it down in front of the uh guy at the forge mm. the armament so i don't think i have that okay probably right. anymore it's probably just sitting there still yeah. so um you are able to uh see orion he just says um well um uh, you seem so much in a hurry earlier I'd, I'd really like to kind of understand what you're doing are you a melee fighter yeah you get in get in there or are you uh you spellcaster or what do your people usually do i look down at my fists and just like crunch them well, I 
recently got these worked on. They bang them together a little bit. These reverberating sounds as your fists clang together. He just goes, all right, melee fighter. I, I understand. <laughs> I, I get it now. Um, Before we begin, there is something that I need to tell you. Uh, sure. We need to call ourselves Gilgar's gladiators. What? That sounds freaking stupid. Yeah, yes, but we got to do it. So it's my team. It's the part. It's is a deal breaker for us, unfortunately. It's a deal breaker. It's a deal for breaker. You. Yeah. Roll you me a persuasion check. Uh, that is a nine plus seven. Sixteen. Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. He looks over towards you, and as he does, he kind of says, "All right. If it's a deal breaker." You gotta pay me an extra twenty-five gold from the pot. Yeah, but we're gladiators. How big is the pot? So I believe if you win this whole thing, I think they said five hundred gold for the whole thing. Okay, twenty-five. That's fine. You're still little, getting little the house. Stipend from what for I me. understand. Yes, of course. You yeah. still get the yeah. house, of course. But it's for the shame. Now, with the house, can <laughs> I like lease it? If you'd like, like, yes, of course. Can I, like, you know, let other people stay there? The only thing is, I own the deed. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Yes, of course. What does that mean? I own the building, but Val Ross can use it however he'd like. Does that also mean that you can kick him out whenever you want? Um, it's not really up to me. Actually, I I keep the deed, and uh, my boss actually is going to get the deed once I have it. Who does your boss? That's a little bit of a privileged piece of information now, isn't it, Valros? But uh, you could tell me anyway. I could if I really wanted to, but unfortunately for this whole situation, I really don't want to. So um, uh, are we all good on uh, on getting ready for the the bout? It's not my my dad, is it? (sighs) No. No one really likes your dad anymore. Yeah. So did you want us to help you, or do you have others that you could select from? Or would Uh, you rather tell us who your boss is? Romy, an intimidation oh. check. Oh. Oh. I'm going to stomp my boots next to him like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, a six. Uh, I will wait, say. Wait, Oh. Reroll it. No. Oh. Reroll oh, Using it. one of your magics. Yeah. I want to okay. see how this goes. Okay. Please don't roll single digits. Okay. 13. 13. You look at him and he just, he says, he, as you say this, he kind of Squints his eyes down, he says, You know, Shadow, I like the cut of your jib. It's good. You really try. Unfortunately for you, I've got a little bit more in the way of um, things riding on the line for this, if you understand my, my keel there. So I can offer you this, something I know your friends really, really want. Or we can split right now, and I can go find some other people. I won't be as happy. I'll tell you that much. I like you. I like all of you. You seem strong. You seem capable. You seem ready and eager to fight. But for me, there's a lot more people that I can go and find. Then why did you find us first? Like I said, very lucky. Seemingly a treasure, and hey? he's pointing He's pointing at, at Val, very lucky. Seemingly a treasure, as he points to you. 
Very large, scary robot man, as he points at Shadow. How did you know I was there in the first place? I didn't. Then why did you give him the map? Because I thought it'd be fun. I found it in in a property that I just acquired. Huh. You found the map to me in a house? Mm hmm Oh. When I knew there was some sort of magical barrier, and I was wondering, how lucky can this guy get? A puzzle, a thing to surpass. And I was wondering, how lucky can this piece piece of uh, of, uh, man flesh get? And uh, I, I handed it off to him, and it seems more lucky than I could have possibly fathomed. Look at you, threefold as strong as you sent. Now, is it too late to put a bet, like, on ourselves? Or? Oh, no, Valros, it's never too late to put oh, a bet on good, this. Good. Um, and then also, um, uh, I, oh, shoot, I had another question. Oh, do I know your boss? No. That, you could You could tell me that. That's I could. That's not giving anything away. I know I, a lot of people. I sure could let you know if you knew my boss. Cool. Unfortunately, I won't. That's not very nice. It's not. But unfortunately, I'm sure that you understand that there are some bosses that really like to keep a low profile. Now, I'm extremely torn right now because I, I, I want the money. Oh, right? yes, I love, of course. I love the money. Of course. But I also love the gambling. Yes. And what if I offered you my share of the money yeah. if we win and if... Wait, no, no, that doesn't work because then if we lose, then we're just all dead anyway and then... Because you're on our team. Yes. Well, I mean, <sighs> Breor hasn't killed anyone in the tournament yet. He killed, oh, no, I guess this tournament. Yes, this tournament. Okay. So I think it's a good day for him, actually. Okay. Uh, we learned about the limp. Do you know about the limp? No. Yeah, apparently. Well, apparently. he kind of favors one side, but I didn't know. Yeah, apparently he limps um, his left his left tendon bad. His left leg, or his left leg on his heel. His left heel Good tendon. to keep in mind. I'll keep that in mind for our uh, our combat. That being said, you if you do that. Yes, that was the one time that he did kill in the past. Oh, all right. Got to keep that in mind. Much as not die. Okay, easy oh, enough. There you go. So no bet. That's sad. No what? No bet. Oh no, I, I still plan to bet. Oh, on who? I mean, on us, obviously. Oh, all right. Well, uh, perhaps we'll be able to find someone who will take that on the inside. Do you have any money? Um, very little. Okay. I still have 25 gold pieces. Always enough to gamble with there. Oh, I mean, yeah. Worst you're case, of, it, I you're, mean, you're of a saga through and through. If we lose, there's... I understand the needs of a desperate man. Well, some might call some of us desperate. Some might call of us... Um, opportunistic. You'd yes, see Sh- Shadow nod and just... Hmm, yes. All right. Uh, are you ready to get in there? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think so. Um, do you have a plan for if things start to go bad? If they start to go bad? Well, we just hope he doesn't kill us. Who? We we know about the Brainor now, right? That's his name? Brayor. Brayor. Um, what about the rest of his team? I actually don't know who Brayor's team is, but we will be able to see when we go inside the Colosseum. Now, do you not know who the rest of his team is 
like the way you don't know who your boss is, or do you actually? No, not I actually know? don't know. Okay. But I I know who my boss is, but I'm not going to tell you. That's, it's a choice. See, that's yes. what I meant. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, but we can also see in inside if you'd like. We can we can take a look at his team. All right, all right. Sure. Yeah, um, that's all right. Uh, he starts leading you inside. You eventually are able to get to. Um, uh, the combat quarters. Um, there you can see many different people all tired and cleaning up from their bouts, but two in particular uh, are the most notable. Um, one is a massive seven-foot-tall uh, Leonin, which you can assume to be Brayor, and the other is just a small human who uh, is currently like across from him, maybe ten feet away, and you see... Like, currently, Brayor and this human are throwing a cat. What? what? Brayor is throwing a cat to this human. They are playing toss with this cat. Is, is the cat, like, in, enjoying it? Like, is the, it playfully the, tossing? It looks like there's, like, moments where the cat's like, Meow, and then it'll get caught, and then it's, like, shaking around to try and get away, and Brayor is just, like, laughing it up. He thinks this is the most hilarious thing ever. And this cat is like caked in mud and it's like got this white fur and he is very much just like absolutely uh, like laughing this scenario off. Isn't isn't that like your relative? So you, you head up to Brayor? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. You head up to him and, and Orion's like, oh God. And he, he kind of like looks around. He just says, um, sorry, Brayor addresses you and he says, who do you think you're talking to? I mean, pray or I assume? Yeah. What do you? What do I care about this vermin? And he well, catches the cat. Well, it's a cat, right? Yeah. And you're the cat, right? You call me a common cat? No, I'm just calling you a cat. To me, look. And he drops it on the ground, and the cat just scurries off. Wait, can I mage hand it over? You try and mage hand it over? When it falls, I try and catch it with mage hand. Oh, sure, yeah. You try and... you. Uh, roll me a dexterity check. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, 17 on the dice isn't that bad. Uh, Actually. Plus two, 18, uh, 19. DC was 17. Uh, oh. So as you as you see this cat just start to hit the ground, it just starts to... As it just starts running away, but like you catch it just before it hits the ground, and it seems to kind of like grip onto your mage hand. And as you catch this cat, he looks back down at you, Valros, and he just says, Things like that. Vermin. I couldn't give a flying... F- I don't know if I'm supposed to cuss. You can cuss. <laughs> I don't, can all you right. cuss? He's yeah. 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 He, looks, he looks back, he says, Vermin like that. I don't give a flying fuck what happens to it. Huh. To me, that's a rat. Huh. All right. I pull it so over. now we know how to treat you then. <laughs> He looks down, he, he looks towards uh, Orion, he says, Orion, these your fighters. And Orion just looks up and he just says, they're all I could find in the last couple minutes I could I could uh, save for this. And he just says, huh. sorry you're all going to be going home broken boned. Eyes up here when you're talking to me. Four inches taller than him. Oh, very nice. How tall is uh how tall is Shadow? Seven four. Wow, so you got four inches and he just goes <laughs> big words. We I mean we could make this interesting. There's you know I like making things interesting. So uh I mean if you win, um I guess what what do you want? 
You're the one placing the bet here, little man. That's true. Um, Well, what about if we win, you leave town and never come back? That's a big order. That's true, but I mean, you do it to everybody else, right? You think you're going to lose. Right. Okay. Hello, and welcome to the Fifth Realm Haunt presents Five Minute Sessions. This is a non-canon miniseries where we have four five-minute sessions, spanning over the next four episodes, building up to the scariest day of the year, Halloween. Also, we got our first sponsor! Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much, the Fifth Realm Haunt, located inside Lindale Mall, right next to the First Avenue entrance, open every Friday and Saturday from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. And select Thursdays and Sundays from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., starting right now and going through Halloween. Prepare for a terrifying level of immersion once you enter the Fifth Realm, a dreadful dimension beyond the paranormal. This heart-pounding theatrical experience will feel so real, your mind will not be able to fully comprehend the horror of the tortured souls you are forced to interact with. If you think you can handle the intense atmosphere as you dive deep within the dark, supernatural world, the Fifth Realm is open now at Lindale Mall in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Just hope you'll be able to escape or be trapped within the horrid confines of this twisted realm forever. So go check out the Fifth Realm Haunt now. All of their info is in the bio of this episode, but you can also find more at enterthefifthrealm.com. Also, we're going to be giving away a family four-pack of tickets for you and three friends to go check out the Fifth Realm Haunt for yourselves. All you have to do is go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash win to enter. Let's dive in. Last time, Val and her had just stepped through a portal to find Shadow and 867 in the decaying hallways of an unknown location. Just as they finally found each other, the portal that they entered through closed behind them, trapping them here with no way out. But right behind the portal that just disappeared remains the body of a man in a wheelchair, clasping a piece of paper. What do you do? Um, I... I would look to the man, uh, then just kind of look sideways, and, uh... Val, I think you should try and get the paper from that man's hands. Why should I get the paper? <laughs> because you're the sneakiest one out of everybody here, and you're also not made of metal. Uh, I, I, I'm, mm, I still don't know if I agree. Uh, Eight six seven responds. I will obtain the part, <laughs> and he just starts walking forward. No, no. Oh. Okay. no. Um. Oh. I will use my telekinesis, and okay. I will kind of use my mage hand to yeah, yeah, yeah. reach out and try to pull the parchment. Okay, awesome. Give me an arcana check. See if you can manifest this in the right way. Uh, 15. Awesome. That's a success. Okay, you successfully pull the paper out of his hands, but as you do so, the head of the man rolls forward, falling off the body and rolling to your feet. Oh. You look down and you see maggots crawling out of his mouth. And as you look back at the body, more maggots start spilling out of the neck that lays exposed. That's a lot of maggots. Um, That's too many. I uh, <laughs> quickly put myself behind her and yes. Shadow. Okay. Uh, and just kind of kick the head away and make sure that I got no maggots or blood on my boots and my yes. pants. Okay. So, what does it say? Oh, 
I open the paper. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you open it, and, and written on the one side of the paper is a map. It shows you all of the hallways that span through this building, along with where the man in the wheelchair sat. So you know where you are in comparison. There is only one destination on the map, and it reads, Home. Fire will set you free. Hmm. Hmm. I'm I- looking down at the map over his shoulder. Should we follow the path, then? I don't see why not. Will there be more of these dead people? I hope not. Uh, I stay yep. right behind Shadow and her and kind of slowly push them. I, I know. Dude, I get on Shadow's shoulders. I totally get on Shadow's shoulders. No way I'm not on those. You follow the map for what seems like hours, eventually coming to the last intersection of hallways. There's a door in front of you reading... Lindale Market. <laughs> to your oh. left and right, there are long, dark hallways. Um, let's get out of this nightmare. And then I would uh, go to open the door in front of us. Okay. You try opening the door, but you quickly notice that it's barred from the other side. And as you have this realization, you hear the murmurs and groans of numerous people or things down each hallway, left, right, uh. and behind you from where you came. Okay, um, are there any, like... Secret levers or buttons for the door? Okay, give me a perception check. Is there just a door handle we didn't see? Oh, no. Or You don't notice anything around the door, but you are able to finally see the crowds that are coming towards you from all three directions. The giant herds of what look like undead are coming your way, maggots spilling out of them similar to the man you saw before in the wheelchair. Can we die in a non-canon special? <laughs> Is that like a thing that can happen? Uh, <laughs> we'll have to I, see. <laughs> um, seeing this, uh, I, I'm going to see if I can sprint at the door and just like lower my shoulder to just like linebacker it. All right, give me a strength <laughs> check. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, that's 15. Oh my gosh. That was exactly the DC. <laughs> nice. You run the door and you lower your shoulder down and as you make contact with the door, it breaks into splinters, crumpling to the ground. I hope I didn't get hit on a <laughs> I forgot. Uh, you know, for the sake of brevity, you, you, you were, you were on there for and moral just, support. Yeah. Just hold me like a football. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I will follow Shadow through the door and then I'm going to look around and see if I can find something to like well, you said it's splinters. Yeah. I want to see if I could figure out some way to, like, barricade the door. Once you're on the other side of the door, you can easily see a giant wardrobe that was used to block the door before. You can see the scratch marks on the ground where it was repeatedly moved in front of the door. All right. Well, if I'm the dexterous one, Shadow, you're the strong boy. Get it. <laughs> Go! Um, I would move to the other side of the wardrobe and uh, just not even put my shoulder into it, but just start moving it with my hands <laughs> okay. across in front of the doorway. You know what? Even with her on your shoulders, yeah. which, you know, definitely didn't provide any problems when you were jamming <laughs> yourself into a door, so you were sorry. able to easily move the wardrobe in front of the door, <laughs> blocking the exit from the things that were chasing you. As you turn around, you see a giant fountain in the center of four massive halls coming together in the center of this huge market. At the bottom of the water of the fountain, you can see coins that people might have used to make wishes in the past, but you can tell by the way that nature has started to take this place back, that it's been a while since anyone has made a wish here. Three of the four hallways are dark and abandoned, but one of the halls, at the end, there is a large gated portal, similar to the one that you saw back at the house, and it's ever so slightly cracked open. 
If you'd like to find out what happens next time, tune into next week's episode of The Fifth Realm Haunt presents Five Minute Sessions. And honestly, to enjoy this story even more, you should go check out what this entire story is based on. Venture into The Fifth Realm Haunt, open every Friday and Saturday from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. and select Thursdays and Sundays from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. starting right now and going through Halloween. They're located inside Lindell Mall, just inside the First Avenue entrance. For more, you can visit their website at enterthefifthrealm.com. Fifth is spelled number five, T-H. Okay, cool. Back to Marianne. Join us for Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest, a game where teams of adventurers navigate through a classic choose-your-path-to-adventure story with the goal of winning prizes from locally-owned businesses in the Cedar Rapids Iowa City Corridor. Each episode is fun, new, and exciting. Listen to the story and then see if you would make the same decisions as our teams. Will our teams travel to the tops of the Himalayas as they search for the exclusive Yeti? Will they dive to the bottom of the ocean to search for the lost city of Atlantis? Or will they travel through space and time as they explore distant planets and discover new forms of life? Which team will be your favorite? Will they enter the glorious hallways of the Adventurers Hall of Fame by winning the season championship? Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. New episodes release every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts, and many other exclusive benefits, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and to get started, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com slash plus. So come and join us for an adventure. And always remember, the choice is yours. L-A-S Hey, Logan, how's it going? Hey, Brian. Why do you look so sad? I'm just sad because I, well... I found out that there's no local fantasy football podcast for the Cedar Rapids and Iowa City Corridor. Well, Logan, you know what? Let's change that. How? Well, we can make a podcast about fantasy football locally. Let's do it. We'll call it Playoff Bound Fantasy Football! Yeah! I'm Brian. And I'm Logan. And we got a new podcast all about fantasy football that you should listen to. It's called Playoff Bound Fantasy Football, and it's going to be the premier place to hang out every single week and talk fantasy football locally right here in the Cedar Rapids and Iowa City Corridor. Every week we're going to come to you with news around the league and give you advice about your starters. There's a bazillion fantasy football podcasts out there, right? Why listen to ours? This is going to be a place for us to hang out, share stories, insights, advice, laughter, suffer through losses together. It's going to be your fantasy football community. That's what we want to create. Do you have a player that just got injured? We'll tell you if you should drop them or not. Do you have a player that somebody's trying to trade for? Maybe we'll answer an email or two and tell you if you should trade them or not. Did you get really angry this past Sunday and throw your phone out a window? That's on you. (laughs) You you messed up. Yeah. All right. Calm down. So if you want to hear strategies and laugh with us, come listen. It's going to be a great time, but here's what I really want you to know. 
Playoff Bound Fantasy Football is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. New episodes release every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts, and many other exclusive benefits, all while supporting local creators and businesses, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and to get started, visit LASpodcastnetwork.com slash plus. Football season's just around the corner, Logan. I know. Are you excited? I'm so excited. Let's get to the playoffs together. Let's do it. On the count of three. One, two, three, four. What? What? Oh, I thought we were just counting. Nice. L-A-S. Roll me, both of you may roll me um, persuasion checks, or one of you can roll it with advantage. You roll it with advantage? Okay. Also, I'm holding the cat and, like, getting rid of some of the mud on its fur and just, like, petting it. Yeah, you start to slowly pick away at it. It seems like it's, like, just trying as hard as it can to get away from Brayor. But as it gets to you, it slowly comes up to you. It's getting some mud on your dress, but as you start to pick some of it away, it just sits there in your arms and it starts to get like comfortable, but it like every now and then it'll kind of just like shake out like it's like fearing like you're going to throw it if it oh. if you open its your arms up too much. I just gently pat it. It just sits there and slowly in in your arms it calms down. Eventually you just hear this very soft <gasps> as it meows at oh. you. It's a, a 21. <laughs> 21? Uh, he just says, all right, I see. Well, how about this? If I win, you give me that fancy deck of cards of yours. And Orion's got to give me his bow so I can burn them both. Ooh. That sound like a fair bet? I don't know if that's worth you leaving town. Oh, all right. Oh, well, um, how about... Mm. Those boots new? He looks over towards her. She's holding the cat, and she just says, Why? Are those boots new? I don't know when they were made, but I got them today, yeah? I want the boots, too. They're way too small for you. I don't give a fuck what you want. I didn't say I wanted anything. I'm getting the boots. You want little girl's boots so bad? Yes. Weirdo? I'm trying to just... <laughs> I'm telling you what I want. Okay, jeez. Uh, some little well, it's fine. I can't say yes because I mean Orion is part of this too. Orion, what do you think? Orion looks up and he just says, oh, "That's far too little. That's far too little." In fact, I think actually let's raise the stakes a little bit more. Okay. Can I see if he's working with this Catman? You, you want to roll an insight, insight. On, on on Orion? Yeah, yeah, go ahead and roll me insight. If this is actually his boss. So insight is kind of for anybody who doesn't know. Um, it's kind of like an, a trying to discern the intent of, of mm-hmm. someone. Uh, so go ahead and roll me your insight. Oh, off the table. That's it. You got to keep it on the table. Nine. Gosh, dang it. Uh, inside. I was kind of hoping I could do this. It's a nine. Thing, but I don't think she knows what that is. A nine? Yep. Uh, he looks like he like legitimately does not like Brayor. Um okay. Whether that you might still suspect that it's a it's a ruse, but I don't think that there's too much leading you to believe that. Okay. Um, but he looks up and he just says, "Actually, in fact, if we win, 
How about you give a, give us a, all of the money that you you won in the last couple bouts in, in today? That's, that's pretty good. I like that. In the last pieces of this tournament. And if you win... Hmm. If you win, I'll give you all of these fancy arrows I just bought. And he holds out these three arrows. And they are distinctly not coral arrows. Um, but they are um, kind of like longer... And they have this really intense hooked tip towards the front of them. Oh boy! And he just looks down. and He says, "I don't, I don't really care about your shitty little arrows." Oh, but you want my boots? Yeah, because because <laughs> you seem like you like them, and I want to take them away from. These you. are literally my only pair of shoes. Does it make you feel good to exert power over a little girl? Does that yeah, bring you joy? Because you're you're my opponent, and it makes me feel better to put you down. I'm sorry that that's what your life has come to. Sometimes it's just about having fun. Are you really having fun? It's way more fun now that you seem so upset about it, little one. I just find it so weird that you come here and bully all these people, and then you're going to lose your stuff at the end. Oh, well, I guess we'll see, won't we? Yeah. He will. turns to Orion, ruffled by your talk. He says, fine. Deal. Deal? Deal. <laughs> Deal. Uh, and he offers this gigantic mitt down towards you. Toward me? Yeah. I take it and shake it. Okay. I say, shop at Gilgars. <laughs> <laughs> as, as he does, he just looks at and he says, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Amazing. Oh, God. <laughs> and with that, uh, he kind of lets go and he just says, all right, Mirren, Gorik, Thalen, come on. We got to go get ready. And... You see uh, two human males and one elven female that just look like they obviously are not very versed in fighting. Uh, it's one of these is the, another human male that was tossing the cat back and forth with, with Breor. Um, and he gathers them all up and he just says, y'all better be worth it. And they just start walking towards a next, the next portion of the room. Uh, and they start to spar. And obviously Breor is like, incredibly, incredibly, incredibly skilled. Um, but, yeah. Um, Do the other three appear to be? The other three appear to be not skilled. Almost expressly unskilled. Almost like Breor feels confident enough in his own abilities to just kind of fill it out and see how it goes. Huh. huh. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Because you need four. Yeah. He doesn't really care about the other three, so he thinks he can do it himself. Oh so, boy. sitting there with Orion and everybody, I kind of lean over. It's very tempting to try to convince them to just help us. That would uh, be actually very, very funny. Like, just cast spells at him or whatever it is they do. You're telling me we could make them help us? Well, we could ask them to help us. Oh. You know what we could do? We could bribe them. That is true. We could just say, hey, you know the money that, that Breor won, if we win... And Breor gives us all the money from the previous boats. Then we can split that amongst you. Or but is he holding them here against their will? Even better. Because uh, if he has to leave, then he'll never be able to defeat them again. But if they say no, they could just tell him what we're planning and then the bet's off, right? Because that's... All's fair in love and gambling. How are we mm, supposed sure. to tell them about this while they're next to him? Should we do it when we get out there? I'm assuming we're going somewhere. Um, yeah, we should probably wait till we're out there to oh. do it. All right. 
That's not. That's keep keep that in mind. If you get cornered, <laughs> to be like, hey, I'll pay you. Very true. He did say y'all better be worth it. Was he talking to us or was he talking to them? He was probably talking to them. So huh. he paid for them. I think he probably he probably just hired them for this specific fight. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem like one who would really have any friends to call upon. True. Oh. But one likes to throw a cat, mm. apparently. Huh. Yeah, still kind of fucked up. I, I, he kind of, Orion moves over to the cat and he just says, Hey, little one, are you all right? And he scratches the cat underneath the chin and the cat just kind of bobs its head up and down in a very light hmm. purring. What is your skill set, Orion? I've only seen you play cards. Oh, not- I am... Uh, Swordsman, Sword skill, clearly. Bow, oh, yes, I, I carry a lot of swords, actually. Mm-hmm. No, um, I have a little bit of a skill in, in bow work, of course, but as well, um, I've uh, been known to be a pretty good battlefield commander in my in my days, so uh, hopefully I can assist you all in uh, becoming a little bit more efficient yourself. All right. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I have cards. Yeah, you're not going to be worth a lot on the battlefield, are you? I'm kidding, of course I you are. I have cards. Yes. <laughs> um, and... Uh, some cards. Uh, okay. You do good magic. Yes. Um, Shadow, I have a question. If I... She gently hands Orion the cat. Says, Hold he on to this. grabs the cat. Now, perfectly clean. You've cleaned off... Um, well, I would say, actually, there's still a lot of, like, brown yeah. in, in the white fur. It's actually... It seems like if this cat were really clean, then it would be, like... A really well-groomed cat, but it just mm-hmm. seems like it's been down on its luck for a little while, and it unluckily ended up here. She pulls Abacus from her hair and says, yeah. I can use Abacus. I think I can hear and see from Abacus. I can use Abacus to spy on him and get Uh-oh. information. Um, Orion will, will respond with kind of just say, you know what? I think I think we're all right. Um, uh, just going out there. Uh, I think if we can convince them while we're on the field, it'll be fine. You said you had some information about Breor? No, you you all had the information about oh. his heel. Oh, yeah, I, th- I thought you had someone we first met. I no. missed again. Okay. Oh, yes, it was you. Well, cut the heel, shoot the heel. Yes. Slip the heel. Yes. Sweep the heel. Sweep the heel. Yes, sweep the Johnny? heel. Johnny? All right. <laughs> if he wants my boots. I think he's just trying to do that to mess with you. Yeah, he seems like a right bastard. He's are there, very are nice there guy. training dummies? Uh, there are, part. like, in, in this, this area, it's beneath the actual Coliseum, so you mm. can hear, like, pounding above you. And in this bottom area, there are a bunch of different sparring rooms that are separated with, uh, like, like large iron uh, grates. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, like, like uh, prison bars and things like that, like, oh, sure. all across the bottom of this. Like, this, these were once used to, like, house animals or people, and they have now been repurposed for sparring rooms. I'd start running through, like, different forms okay. on one of the training dummies. Yeah. And if I'm, like, starting to break them, like, I'm, that's not my intent. Mm-hmm. But if it, if they're starting to splinter apart because of how old they are or how worn they are, yeah, I'll move to the iron bars. Yeah. And just start running through, like, different punches and different, like, hand maneuvers with yeah. the bars themselves. Mm-hmm. So nice, very good. You all are able to practice up for a little while, um, get ready, get into form and prepare and eventually you see uh this hobgoblin like kind of just waddle up to you guys and he says hey uh orion and orion turns around after seeing uh this goblin he says oh is it time to go and he just says yeah the imperator's uh ready for the next bout and 
he turns back to you and he says, All right, everyone. Now's the time. You ready? What's our group name? Oh, we are uh, Gilgar's Gladiators. Gilgar's Gladiators. And I, uh, at that, I pull a card out and it turns uh, purple. Okay. And I, I take it and I shove it into my belt. Okay. And as I do, the color, uh, the color from the card, like, kind of slowly dims as yeah. it is absorbed into me. Whoa. And then there's this, like, kind of slightly purpley tinge around my body as I cast Mage Armor. Nice. nice. Very cool. Very That's cool. Awesome. Very cool. You all are able to make your way up to uh, the base where this hobgoblin leads you, and he just says, okay, stand here. When the door opens, walk out. You know, put on a show or something. And as uh, as he walks away, you can hear this thundering, just like coming from the other side of this door. Uh, and it's almost like there's tons of people in these seats just like clapping and clamoring as you uh, are hearing them. As you are standing ready for this next portion of your day, you see these doors swing open. And as they do so, this roaring of people just, ah, yeah, as you walk out. And as you walk out, you see the doors on the opposite side of the circular Colosseum open as well. And the Leonin Breor and his three companions walk out from the other side. And you see, uh, on the right side of you, there is this large throne. And sitting there is uh, the Imperator. And uh, he, his name is Gladius Moratius, and he presides over the games. He's a human with olive skin, and he has a series of chains that hang around his neck, all depicting different pieces of a shattered symbol. And he speaks in a raspy but jovial timbre, and he says, My fellow revelers, hold! And he holds up his hands, and he cheers, uh, and everybody begins to go a little quieter. He says, What an occasion we have before us on this, the 250th anniversary of our great city! And with that, everybody cheers another bout. And he moves on. Graciously, challengers have volunteered to entertain our fan favorite fighters. No doubt after the reward. And everybody in the crowd just starts to chuckle a little bit. And he says, may I present from the North Door, the Vanquishers of Vermin, Breor and his battle-hardened bolds. And out of that door, Breor lifts his hands up, and all of the three around him just kind of go, oh, and they lift their hands up in response, <laughs> kind of nervously. <laughs> and from the south door, our newcomers, well-traveled warriors, the... Is this really their name? Okay. Uh, and it was Gilgars. Right here. Gilgars. It was Gilgars Gladiators. And you all hear the crowd just kind of cheer, but not nearly as much as the same for Breor. Shop at Gilgars. <laughs> that one dude is Gilgar there, just losing his you, mind. You see, <laughs> roll me a perception check. He's like that one guy who yells super loud at like yeah. football games. Oh, that's 14. not bad at all. What is it? 14. 14. You look up and you just see that Triton just <laughs> shouting incredibly loud. I did it. Yeah! And with that, uh, you you look towards uh, towards Breor and uh, uh, Gladius looks down upon all of you and he says to all of you, Gilgar's gladiators, Breor's bolds, die well and with honor. 
Let us summon thunder! And with that, the crowd <gasps> erupts in applause again. And Orion turns to you and he says, Oh, ah, uh, didn't know this was going to be a death match, but whenever the Imperator says that, it gets a little bit more um, dangerous. Is that your boss? No. <laughs> and with that, that's where we'll end our session for today. Oh, God. We right. dropped that bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit laspodcastnetwork.com. LAS.